Hello, and welcome to Meet the Maliks. I'm Ellie. And I'm Matt. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I'm trying to sound like a game show host. Oh, you're doing a good job. Okay. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm having a good day. Good. Yeah. I'm looking out this window at the beautiful green leaves and springtime, summer. And I'm coming. staring at a beautiful woman. Oh, my goodness. Sitting across from me. No, please. No, thank you. All right. Why is it 50 degrees in May? That's I what don't I know. know. I think the seasons are confused. Yeah. How did it get to be May? It's <clears throat> like this year, year has gone by really quick. I know. Quick. It's going by really fast. So Our little kindergartner is almost done with school. I know. I can't believe it. It's crazy. He's oh. reading. Our boys are growing up fast before our very eyes. I our, hate it. Our oldest may be going to you kids camp this year. No, I can't. I'm not ready. So... It's, it's crazy. They're it's getting nuts. so big and I hate it because I want them to stay little and be cute. I know. And Brain's like going to be taller than me in like two years. I hope I have uh, teenagers that like me. Yeah, me too. Hey, if, you, if you're a teenager and you're listening, give your mom a hug, okay? Just do it. And give your dad a high five. Yeah. And look him in the eye and tell him something about your day. Give him a firm handshake. <laughs> <laughs> Bake him some cookies. <laughs> Wait, maybe not. That would probably be bad. Unless you're a good baker, then yeah. it'd be all right. We know some good teenage bakers in our youth group, I yep. think. Yes, we do. Yeah. Shout out to a couple of ladies. I'll I don't take know if some cookies name, if anybody wants to make me some. They're wanting to make uh, cookies and brownies and stuff to raise money for missions. Really? Yeah. Um, for Speed the Light, which is you know one thing we do to raise money for missionaries to buy vehicles. and. Mm-hmm. I what is Speed the Light? It doesn't make, make any sense to me. Speed the it? Light is um, in the Assemblies of God. It, the youth groups all gather together and we raise up money so that missionaries can buy vehicles and sound equipment and mm-hmm. some other things. I think the too. teenagers focus on media and vehicles. Media and vehicles, yeah. And um, like other different branches of the, like the women's ministry focuses on like home goods. Yes. Yeah. And the kids, they focus more on curriculum, mm-hmm. um, except for Speed the Light is doing is is um, is supporting some uh, media type. Oh, with their stuff. tablets, yeah. yeah. For for some churches that don't have any way of getting some areas that don't have any way of getting curriculum and Bibles, that we're, we're trying to send them tablets with Bible in their language, a bunch of learning materials in their language. That's amazing. And so, uh, yeah, our youth group is really going for it this year. Um, a couple of my boys are couple of our boys in our high school are wanting to break eggs over their head mm-hmm. and their their goal is to raise a thousand each wow that'd and, be amazing uh, i'm gonna be doing something here in about four weeks so I'll really t- maybe i'll mention more about it next week but eh, maybe should i talk about it? should i talk about it now well is the plan solidified it is like 90 percent solidified should i wait till it's 100 percent yeah we'll, we'll keep them guessing keep you guessing what you're gonna do but i'm gonna be doing something on facebook live it's gonna be a lot of fun and my goal is to raise at least a thousand dollars, if not more, wow. um, myself. And so the kids are just—they're all on board. We're 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 our goal is eight thousand this year from our youth group. That's amazing. But some of our boys have faith that we can get twelve thousand. Wow, that so, would be awesome. So we'll see what happens. We're just gonna do our best. Yeah, you know that's all God asks is for us to do our best. So good. Um, so what are we talking about today, babe? Today we're talking about failing. Hmm, something I know absolutely nothing about. <laughs> we're not really talking about failing. We're talking <laughs> about choosing to fail at something, mm. which is a little different. 
Hmm. Can I choose to fail at a lot of things? No. Oh, no. can I choose to fail at doing laundry? <laughs> that is non-negotiable. Oh, okay. No, um, you know, people, they get stressed out, they get overwhelmed, they yeah. get confused. Um, they just, you know, a lot of women especially can't feel like we can't keep up with all the busyness mm-hmm. of our lives. And, you know, I have always struggled with that. I'm a real, uh, kind of like a type A personality. What I mean by that is I want to go, go, go and like have a to-do list and mark off the to-do list. It's like mm-hmm. no greater joy basically yeah. than marking off the to-do list Yeah, and feeling like, you know, you had a productive day, but it can get a little bit overwhelming to where you feel like you constantly have to go, go, go and do, 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 or else you're not having all you could have out of your day or whatever. Yeah. And, um, Two years ago, I was at an event at Jeannie Mayo's house. Yeah. And can you tell the, view, the well, listeners was, about that? It's something called the cadre that is a training type situation for youth pastors and their wives. It's more geared towards the youth pastors and youth, whether you're male or female, but the youth pastors. And Jeannie, she's been in youth ministry for over 45 years. And so she likes to take some of like a group of us under her wings for two years and we have phone calls that we call in. We have awesome conference calls. And we go to her house twice a year um, for a more intense training. Yeah, and, like a mentoring. Pr- mentoring-ship time. And uh, and the, for those who are married, the husbands, the male youth pastors that are married, there's two times where the females can go to her, their, their wives can go to her house, as well as the female We just had one members. weekend we went. You went twice. Oh. No. Once a year. We did yeah. two years, so you yes. did it twice. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And so at one of those, you learned what you're about to talk about. Yeah, I was at her house, and she had lots of really n- great nuggets of wisdom. But one thing she said, um, and it was just a bunch of pastor's wives sitting in, in her home, uh, pick something to fail at. And, you know, the pastor's wives' jaws dropped open, and um, some in the back, they fainted outright and we had to oh really just kidding but pastors, i'm sure their husbands at home were fainting when they found out about wait give them permission to fail no pastor's wives i think have a lot of pressure on themselves if you're a pastor's wife out there listening a lot of pressure on yourselves to do everything and be good at it and uh, basically kind of run around pleasing everybody etc and I think pastors' wives as a whole are getting away from that culture mm-hmm. of, you know, we need to be all stay at home. Be uh, all things to all people. Yeah. And and not work outside the home. And I mean, no offense to anyone who does because or who does stay at home because it's it's just as uh, hard working. But um, so, you know, pastors' wives have this, I think, feeling like they have to be perfect or what what have you. And for her to tell me to pick something to fail at, I was like, what are you saying? That's like against your nature. It it truly shook me up. And I, I thought about it some more. And, um, you know, I really feel like that is important. At the time, uh, Brayden was just starting kindergarten when I went down there. And I was feeling very overwhelmed. Um, many of you have kids that are probably older. Or maybe you're a teenager. You don't even have a kid yet or anything but if you're listening and you've recently been through the kindergarten experience 
with your oldest, it's kind of an adjustment because mm-hmm. you don't know what to expect. Yeah. And suddenly, you know, you're getting notes home about um, wearing certain things on certain days and um, turning in snacks. And here's a school fundraiser. And don't forget to send in all your box tops. And you feel like you have to do every little yeah, thing. Yeah. And and you know here's homework and um you know make sure your gym shoes on gym day and library don't forget the library book on library day and back when Braden was in kindergarten library day was a different day you're constantly trying to track everything and it's a little bit overwhelming for a mom who's never been through it before and so I was feeling overwhelmed with that and then everything else my life church work etc I had a preschooler too and um for her to say that to me I was like oh you know, I need to just prioritize and let some things go. And at that time, um, just a full disclosure, I let go of um, school fundraisers and box tops, which box tops, if you don't know, is, um, you know, on those cereal boxes, they have those little coupon cutout little thumbnail type uh box tops (laughs) that you can cut out and then you turn them into your school and your school gets 10 cents a box top or whatever. So, and I felt overwhelmed with that because I had no idea even what brands, you know, to get or whatever. And I usually buy from Aldi's anyways, which doesn't have brands. So, um, and it just felt good to kind of say, you know what, I don't have to be perfect at everything. I can let some things go and I'm fine with that. And I don't need to beat myself up or say that I'm not being a good mom or et cetera. I'm fine with that. And uh, I I did take some time after I got back from that. And I took a look at my activities. And I'm just saying, God, what do you want for me? You know, what are you asking me to do? Yeah. Um, as a pastor's wife, as a mom, as a wife, as an employee, you know, what are my priorities and what's, what is man asking me to do? And what are you asking me to do? And so I was able to kind of make a list, so to speak. I mean, you can journal about it and get some priorities. Um, you know, a lot of times people say, oh, I'm just too busy to help with church. Or I'm too busy to write that blog that God's been, you know, laying on your heart. Or whatever God might be calling you to do. You might say, oh, God, I don't have time for that. But, you know, we all have the same amount of time. It's how we spend it. Yeah. And, you know, you can go years without dreaming a dream or at least making some movement towards your dream or, you know, making a goal that you've had because you make all these excuses with all these um, low things on the on the priority list, basically. Mm -hmm. So you know, sometimes we have to let go of something good in order to do something better. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's really good. I don't know how, as someone who's not like a type A personality, it's a little bit more laid back. How do you receive like that message? I, I mean, how, what does that mean to you? Well, I, I, it's good. Uh, I see, see, I think I see things a little differently than you do. And I have an easier time um, saying no to things. You know, it's like, well, that's just not going to fit in my schedule, so I just don't do it. And so I don't allow that pressure on me as much. But the opposite can be true with me, where if I don't plan out my schedule, if I don't plan out my life, then a lot of things will fall through the cracks. Mm -hmm. Because I can get so, because there's times I can get super focused 
on one thing that I forget to do like three other things. Mm-hmm. And so um, there's a saying, and I'm sure a lot of people that are listening have heard it, that if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Mm-hmm. And and I've realized that with my life. So I, I try to be intentional with planning out my days, planning out my weeks. And, uh, you know, if something's not going to fit, I've just learned to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, for, you know, for example, if it's if somebody's trying to ask me to do something that's not urgent on my day off when I'm with my family and it's at night, I'll probably say no. Mm-hmm. And I won't feel bad about it. Um, Cause so, you're prioritizing. Cause your I'm family prioritizing time. my family at that point. Mm-hmm. I actually saw a post, a blog, or a podcast, or vlog. It was a video blog. <laughs> um, by a how pastor. many ways can you say that? Yeah, by a video past uh, by a pastor, and he was talking about the myth of balancing as a pastor, and how you know during Christmas and 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 Easter and some of those busy seasons in the church, the family's going to suffer. But then there's other times like vacation, other things where the church technically will suffer, you know, because the scales are off. Mm-hmm. He said managing the tension between the two is really important. Yeah. Um, so I want to write that down, but I. So I, I will try to put a link to that. Yeah, we'll try to put a link notes. to that. Um, but, you know, it's important for me as a pastor to learn to, to balance out life mm-hmm. and and being it's OK that I. Listen, if I were to try to be the most cre- the creative genius in our church and the worship pastor, I would be failing a lot. So I I it w- I would be not getting my strengths mm-hmm. in. And you need to focus on your strengths, yeah. improving your strengths rather than always focusing on your weaknesses and trying to make those better. You need to sh- try to shore up your weaknesses by bringing somebody else along that is strong in that in that mm-hmm. area. And you focus on improving your strengths. Yeah. I think that um, something that Jeannie for guys that are listening sort of like a sports analogy here if a team's got great pitching but horrible batting they're not going to win very many games you need to have a balance of both mm-hmm. so you need to be able to hit and pitch and play defense so yeah so I'm kind of speaking to like those perfectionists out there but even like you that are having struggle struggling with motivation mm-hmm. if you're if you're out there and you're struggling to get motivated with yourself yeah. I think you can take this lesson um like if you're a teenager and all you do is play video games yeah. you know choose to fail at those you games. might need to fail at the games yeah let so let go of the games so you can succeed at other things yeah. yeah or if you're a husband and all you do is you know focus on your apps or your I focus on my wife. I have no idea. I'm not looking at you. Listen, I don't play Clash Royale that much. Anyways, anyway. if you're a husband and you're you're focusing on your, you know, iPad and not your family yeah. or whatever, you know, fo- you know, choose to fail at at your iPad and and focus on your family. Um. And as a disclaimer, I do, by the way, support school fundraisers yeah. and you're box actually tops. On, aren't you like on the PTA? PTA. Yeah. And board. No, just the PTA. Okay. But um, yeah, and I and in the kindergarten year, I wasn't. I was just kind of dipping my toe in and yeah. getting used to things. And you know, now's a different season where I'm more used to school and I can do more things. But um, I do do box tops now. Just so you know, I do think those are important, and mm-hmm. I do think school fundraising is important. But I can't be at every uh, PTA function. Yes, and I can't do every school fundraiser perfectly. Mm-hmm. 
you know. And you can't be at every church function either. No, I can't. I can't be at every church function or every time the doors are open for every meeting. I can't Mm -hmm. do that. I have to focus on my younger kids. And we've given you, and that's one thing that we worked on early on in our marriage is, is we, is we made it okay for you to fail, quote unquote, fail at times at being a a youth pastor's wife so you could focus on her home life and family life because you're also working. Um, We joke all the time. It's like, why should we expect you to be at every single thing I do when I go to nothing that you do for your work? Yeah. And I do want to, you know, be a part of the teenagers lives and, um, you know, be there if they need me. But at the same time, I can't, you know, be available for everything. It'll be easier. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I pray about that a lot because it's hard, you know, you want to be able to do it all, but, um, I think the Lord's really just laid on my heart that I need to focus on my kids and their yeah. well-being. So yeah, you need to know the season that you're in mm-hmm. with this, with this failing thing. I don't think it's okay to fail. Be like, well, I'm just going to fail at everything and be okay with that. No. Yeah. No, that's not what okay I'm saying. It's okay to be at a season where, well, this is going to have to suffer. Well, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because you have other things that cannot, absolutely cannot suffer. We don't want our boys to have a jaded view of church and of the ministry of, of Christianity because we're all about the ministry and not about them. Mm-hmm. And so it's important that they have a healthy upbringing. It's important that you keep your sanity, that I keep my sanity. Mm-hmm. And so there's times things are going to have to suffer. They're going to have to fall to the wayside because of the priorities that we have in our life. Mm-hmm. And then when we get older... We have more time on our hands because yeah, the kids may. are driving. Yeah, and, we might have more time. And or some I don't know what out it's like to when be, I say that. Yeah, it may but, be different I, than we think it's going to be. But, but you know, I'm, I'm wondering what it's going to be like if I'm still a youth pastor and my boys are in high school. Are they going to be basically pushing me to get out of youth ministry because they don't want me to be at their youth group <laughs> anymore? Um, or are they going to be excited to have me there as their youth pastor? Who knows? So, um, but honey, this is a great topic. Is there anything else you want to share about failing? Well, I just want to say that, you know, it's different in different seasons. I think you just said that, but I had written that down just that, you know, your things that you are failing at are going to be changing and, you know, and that's okay. And, um, you know, when you first have a newborn baby, you just have to focus on that baby. And And trying to get some sleep. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, just there's not a whole lot of time to do anything else. So, and that's just going to have to be okay um, for right then. And uh, take care of yourself. Um, so I'm saying, you know, make goals, make priorities prayerfully. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, let some things go. So that way you can focus on what you need to be doing and what God's wanting you to do. Mm-hmm. And um, if you have any questions or comments or you feel like we missed something, please. Or if you know of a good book that talks about this. Or well, um, a lot of this I got from that best yes yeah some of you know some of it and also um that rhythm of grace book mm-hmm. I, I think i've mentioned that on here before yeah. but those are two good books um oh and that lisa turker said and i think it was best yes but i know she said it that um you say good for her not for me yeah because women we love to compare ourselves to everyone and and i think guys like to compare themselves really? too but they just don't they're not as overt about, about it, it. yeah yeah but good for her, not for me. Mm-hmm. Well, you say that now. Good for him, not, not for, for me. me. <laughs> good for her, not for me. <laughs> I'm gonna make a post-it note. So. Um. Okay. Well. Um. Yeah. That's all I wanted. So you guys, I hope that 
bless somebody out there. And if you, like I said, if you have any questions, comments, feel like we missed something, please um, go to eaglesviewchurch.com and click on contact us. That'll come directly to mm-hmm. us and we can know what you think. And if you enjoyed this podcast, if you join, if you're enjoying our podcast, if you can just give us a, if you can rate us on iTunes or you know, if you're finding this on Facebook, hit a like, hit the like button or whatever. We just love your feedback. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be great. How can they get a hold of us, babe? Is it www.eaglesvchurch backslash Malix? Uh, yeah. Were you were you just listening? I just probably said to not. Click on contact us. Oh well, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I guess but if I you go to Malix, you'll see our podcast. Yes. So you can get listen and to past you can download ones. them. Yeah. So. All right. Well, Lord, I just thank you for this time that we had together. I thank you that it's okay to fail at some things so that we can prioritize others, Lord. I pray that you'll help us to find the balance or the ten- or to manage the tensions in our life so that way we can live in a Christ-honoring life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>